0: Peace
1: be to you, brothers
0: and sisters.
1: Let's continue in our sermon series on the book of Romans, God's righteousness, a great God, amazing salvation. Today let's look at Romans chapter 15 verses 14 to 33. The dream journey. From Romans chapter 1 until Romans chapter 15 verse 13. It completely discussed the topic of justification by faith. And from chapter 15 verses 14 until chapter 16. It's Paul's conclusive message or or message of conclusion and we can divide this conclusion into two
0: parts from,
1: from chapter 15 verses 14 to 33 it was uh, it recorded the desire of paul while chapter 16 talks about Paul's greetings. <laughs> Paul had this desire. He has this dream journey or dream trip. I don't know if you have this dream travel plan or place you want to go to. <laughs> this destination that is your dream destination. After I became Christian, <laughs> I had developed this dream. I this dream. I would love to visit the holy Land because as I started preaching I was talking about I was I kept talking about the Bible I would, and I, it's my desire to personally visit the places that I am talking to the people of I've been studying in the Bible so I thank the lord because God has fulfilled my desires and that God has given me this blessing of being able to visit the Holy Land two times. It's beyond what I dreamed of and it's beyond what I asked from the Lord. Paul also has this uh, desire. He has this dream journey. There were three places that he would love to visit. He would love to visit Jerusalem, Rome and Spain. I would like you to look at this map. When Paul wrote the book of Romans, he was in the the, the place, uh, encircled uh, number one. It's It's in Corinth.
0: And from Corinth, he would love to travel
1: to Jerusalem. And from Jerusalem, he would love to travel to Rome. And from Rome, he would love to travel to Spain. You know these three places? There are about 3,000 kilometers. During the time of fall, there were no planes. The, the only method to travel these long distances is by, by ship or by boat. But during in the time of Paul, when he traveled by ship, it was very dangerous. In First uh, Corinthians chapter eleven, he said. Second Corinthians,
0: second Corinthians chapter eleven,
1: he said. Say, uh, he encountered three shipwrecks, spent a night and a day in open sea, and was in danger at the sea again. So
0: we can say that this
1: 3,000 kilometers dream journey of Paul is also a 3,000 very perilous journey why is it then Paul desire to go to Jerusalem or his desire to go to Rome or go to Spain Was it because he wanted to go sightseeing? (laughs) Or he wanted to go shopping? No. no. He wanted to go to those places because he wanted to fulfill the Great Commission. He wanted to spread the gospel there. So
0: today, Let's uh,
1: learn from Paul as he traveled to Jerusalem, Rome and Spain. His determination to spread the gospel. The first, the journey to Jerusalem. Let's look at the journey to Jerusalem. In chapter 15, verses 25 to 28, now, however, I am on my way to Jerusalem in the service of the Lord's people there. From Macedonia to Archaea, we're pleased to make a contribution for the poor among the Lord's people in Jerusalem. They were pleased to do it and indeed they owe it to them. For if the Gentiles have shared in the Jews spiritual blessings, they owe it to the Jews to share with them their material blessings. So after I've completed this task and have made sure that they have received this contribution, I will go to Spain and visit you on the way. Let's look at a map a while ago.
0: Paul
1: wrote this book of Rome in Corinth
0: you know
1: if Paul had traveled from Corinth direct to Rome and then to Spain he would have cut his uh the, the the distance that he needed to cover in half it would only take about uh 1500 kilometers but Paul said I need to go back to Jerusalem Why is it that Paul wanted to go back to Jerusalem? Because he wanted to give the financial contribution of the Gentiles uh, to the Jewish people. Because during that time, Jerusalem was experiencing famine. The, The poor people and the poor believers in Jerusalem had nothing to eat. That's why Paul said he need to go back to Jerusalem to bring the contribution to them. Then you probably would say Paul was doing charity works. It's just like our church. When, when we face natural calamities here in the Philippines, whether we it's a typhoon or flooding, and then my co-workers was would urge me and said, Pastor, let's do a fun drive. Was this the the desire or what Paul meant? More than this. It was much more than that. Paul has this deeper meaning to this just like what i've t- i've been telling my coworkers the church is that a charitable institution yes we do charity works but we do everything for the sake of the gospel just the same for paul paul was bringing the contribution from the gentiles to jerusalem it's to uh, help the needs of the Believers in, uh, in, in Jerusalem. In in English, we call it contribution, but in the original text, the word used was koinonia. It means to share and to have fellowship. 所以保羅講無只托起去幫戰南給救姐郎給屬斜郎啊。He was saying, I'm not just bringing money to help in in you or to 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 support you and to give you arms. No, let's But I'm here to share the blessing of the Lord. 你叫保羅表達什麼意思嗎? You know what Paul was trying to say here? You know Paul is going,
0: 我幫的信道,給有他那個信道是這個合一的團體,你有困難,我幫戰力,沒有困難,你幫戰掛。
1: Paul was saying the Gentile believers and the Jewish believers are united as one. I help you when you are in trouble and you help me when I'm in trouble. Paul, Paul went
0: on to say, say.
1: This is what the Jewish uh the Gentiles believers owe you.
0: Why? Why? You
1: know, the blessings that the Gentiles received were from the Jewish people. Because the gospel came from Jerusalem. Now, the Gentiles were also sharing the blessings of the Jewish people. Now,
0: they're
1: just simply returning the blessings or returning the favor.
0: Why is it
1: Paul was, uh, was so uh, intent in, in uh, pointing out the uni- uh, unity among the Gentile and the Jewish believers? Because Paul understood one very important thing. Only when a church is united can they truly be an agent to spread the gospel. That we can it can easily be, uh, easily be explained through the church in Philippi. Look at how the Bible says in Philippians one verse five. it? cause of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now without this unity without being united then the gospel cannot be cannot be spread so when paul brought this contribution to jerusalem it was much more than just doing charity
0: works It
1: was Paul's desire and and intention that through this contribution, the Gentile believers and the Jewish believers will be united in the Lord. They will be united for the sake of the gospel. May the Lord help us.
0: As
1: a church, CBCP want to be a a gospel-spreading church. The first thing we need is unity. After so many years of experience, I know if the church is not united when there's division in the church not only is the church going to suffer financially, the church will never grow. You know why? You know why?
0: Because
1: all the energy and all the efforts spent will not be to, uh, towards the outside, but it's it'll be internal. Because people are quarreling and, and have this conflict internally. That's why they cannot be united in, in in exerting their effort to spread the gospel outwardly. There are 35 years of history in, in CBCP.
0: Yes, Of
1: course, yes, we've experienced problems within coworkers. And we thank the
0: Lord.
1: But the, the core leaders are also always united in serving the Lord. That's why the church continues to grow, continues to expand. In uh, Psalms 133 verse 1. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. The psalmist wants to show us this very great image. Unity. when we live in unity and in harmony, oh, this is really beautiful, really beautiful. it will be something good and pleasant. So dear church, but, when, we the church united, when we see the church being united, may the Lord help us, not to break this unity, we should be peacemakers and not troublemakers. There's a Chinese saying that's very
0: meaningful.
1: A united family brings prosperity A divided family brings no peace. So So, may the Lord help
0: us. uh,
1: What did the Bible tell
0: us? (laughs)
1: There's another saying in the Bible. In Ephesians 4 verse 3.
0: Make,
1: Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. That's why we know that being united is not very is not easy. 你不理解意见, 我也, you have your opinions and I have mine. But for the sake of the gospel, let us be united. Make every effort to maintain that unity. It's not for me. It's not for you. We are doing this for the sake of the gospel. So,
0: for the sake of the gospel,
1: Paul's journey to Jerusalem is for the unity of the church. Unity not just for the church, but for the gospel. This was the first journey. So there's the second place that Paul wanted to visit. It's called Rome. So after I finish my task here in Jerusalem, I need to travel from Jerusalem direct to Rome. If you are to look at Romans chapter 1, Paul started by saying to the uh, believers in
0: Rome,
1: I long to visit you, I long to see you guys. Why is it that Paul desired to travel to Rome?
0: You
1: know, During the time of Paul, the Rome, Rome, the city of Rome was a glorious city. The very most famous place in Rome. This Colosseum in. Oh, it's a very famous place then, and it's also a very famous place right now. If you have a chance to travel to Europe to Rome, you the tour, the tour guide will a little bit of a little bit of a little a very bit beautiful construction.
0: But
1: is it Paul's uh, intention to go to Rome just to visit these sites? Of course not. In the book of Romans, it tells us there were two reasons why Paul wanted to travel to Rome. The first, he wants to strengthen the believers in Rome. Look at Romans chapter 1 verses 10 to 11. In my prayers at all times, and I pray that now at the last by God's will, that way may be open for me to come to you. I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gifts to make you strong. He said he wanted to impart some spiritual gifts to the believers in Rome. Is it because Paul is very proud? Maybe he thought that he t- think too highly of himself that he has this so, uh, so much spiritual gifts. that's not
0: the case, this
1: Paul spoke uh, of these kind of words out of the sense of mission that he had. Why did he say this thing? Because
0: in Romans chapter 15, verse 16, he said,
1: To be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles, he gave me this priestly the priestly duty of proclaiming the gospel of God, so that the Gentiles might become an offering acceptable to God, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Paul said, God has given him two kinds of, of uh, status. He is the, uh, the minister of Christ to the Gentiles. The second, he is uh, uh, the priest of God's gospel. And he needs to offer the Gentiles as a living sacrifice to the Lord. Paul had these two statuses. You know that he's the he's the apostle for the Gentiles. He said he's the minister of Christ to the Gentiles. He's the priest of the gospel of the Lord. To
0: the
1: So, Paul's mission was to bring the people, uh, the Gentiles, to know the Lord and to uh, help them to become living sacrifices to the Lord. You know, on the road to Damascus, when he was illuminated by the light of the Lord, there was a complete transformation in his life. He came to know Jesus Christ. When the light shone upon uh, Paul, he asked Jesus two questions. The first, he said, Lord, who
0: are you? The second question, he Lord,
1: what do I do? You know, you know, these two questions are the questions that each Christian each believers should ask. The first question is for us to know our Lord. Who are you, Lord?
0: It
1: is our lifelong task to know the Lord and to ask the Lord who He is. The second, what do I do? This is my mission. What are are the tasks that I am to do? What's my purpose here on earth? Dear Christian,
0: it's
1: our mission is to spread jesus Christ it's to know Christ and to make him known know him and make him known that's why in english is to make and uh, know him and make him known this is the mission that each and every believers should have Paul said he wanted the uh, the Gentiles to know Christ and he wanted the Gentiles to be able to spread Christ. That's why he needed he needed to travel to Rome. to help the believers in Rome, believers in Rome so that they'll know God. so that they'll make Christ, uh, God known to other people. Dear church let me ask you this question. you after you uh, after you became a believer what is your mission in life? CBCP is a disciple-making church. And our mission is to make disciples out of all people. Not only do we preach the gospel. But we need to help the believers to become disciples of the Lord. So that's why our church. That's why our, uh, we don't use program oriented. Oriented uh, things. Of course, we have different uh, programs here. But every time when we create a program, we need to ask ourselves this question: This program Make disciples. Does this program help me make disciples? So what met and gang keep the main thing, the main thing. That's why I keep reminding my co-workers that the, uh, that they need to keep the main thing, the main thing. thing. Disciple making is the main thing for this church. You know, the Great Commission can be divided into two parts. The first part. Can be found in Matthew 28, verse 19. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. It, 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 is, it is introducing uh, the gospel to them and making them know Christ and accept Christ. But that's not the end. There's a second part of this great commission. Kowun it's to teach uh, them to obey everything that the Lord has commanded them That is discipleship This is the first reason why Paul wanted to travel to Rome He wanted to watch over the believers in Rome He wants to establish them and so that each one of them will become disciples of the Lord and there is a second reason. He wants to travel, uh, he wants the church in Rome to be his partner in the gospel. Look at chapter
0: 15 verse 24. He said, "I,
1: I plan to do so when I go to Spain, I hope to see you while passing through and to have you assist me on my journey there after I've enjoyed your company for a while. This is the main reason why Paul wanted to travel to
0: Rome.
1: He wanted the help and the support of the church in Rome uh, to help Paul while he traveled to Spain to to preach the gospel to use uh, today's terms he, be, he wants to be a missionary for the church in Rome 保罗, 罗马的教会中保罗, He wants the church uh, the Rome uh, the church in Rome to commission him as their, and appoint him as their missionary to travel to Spain 来, 这话说, 说, 这, 这, 这话说, 说, what does this mean for you to assist me on my journey there? In the original text.
0: The
1: original text means for them to help prepare the needs of Paul's journey. So it's very clear. Paul wanted their support. So let me ask you this question. They probably you have this question. So what was the Paul's, what was the support that Paul wanted from the church in Rome? maybe on one hand he needed their financial support possible. possible is very possible but I believe there's something that's uh, that's much more important than this there's spiritual support. 因为团路, because about to preach the gospel, it's a spiritual battle. We are wrestling people out of the grasp of Satan.
0: It's
1: not something that one person can complete by himself. There needs to be a spiritual support by the church behind the scene, especially in the areas of prayer. Because this is spiritual warfare. 来, this. this was something that Paul said to the church in Ephesus. Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given to me so that I may, I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. He, he pleaded with the uh, church in Ephesus to pray for him. This was what he said to the church in Colossus in chapter 4 verse 3. And pray for us too that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. This was, this was what he requested from the church in Colossus to pray for them. What did he say to the church in Thessalonica? As for the other matters, brothers and sisters, pray for us that the message of the Lord may, be, uh, may spread rapidly and be honored, just as it was with you. Time and again, in different churches, Paul had requested the brothers and sisters there to pray for him. The church in Ephesus, the church in Colossus, and the church in Thessalonica. For that for him to have the words to spread to spread the gospel. To open the doors for the gospel to be spread. For the truth to be spread. This was the reason why Paul wanted the church to partner with him. It's not just merely for his for their financial support. It's for their spiritual support. So dear church. We all also supported a lot of missionaries. We need to pray for our missionaries. We don't just support them financially. We support them
0: through our prayers.
1: We have missionaries in Nepal. We have uh, missionaries in India. Let's support them in our prayers. support them in our prayers.
0: With the the Romans, the Paul's
1: journey to Rome is for the strengthening of the Roman believers and to let the church in Rome become his partner in the gospel. And the last one, his journey to Spain. This was the most important one. Look at Romans 15, verse 23.
0: But now that
1: there is no more place for me to work in this region, and since I have been longing for many years to visit you, I plan to do so when I go to Spain. Look at verse 28. 等我辦完了這樣,
0: 我被警察這所在, 嗯,
1: so after I've completed this task and made have made sure that they have received this contribution I will go to Spain and visit you on the way
0: 那這次不拿我, 接著, final destination
1: in this trip is Spain trip, so this is Paul's this was Paul's dream destination. Why was it that Paul wanted to visit Spain? Because there's only one reason. Paul's journey to Spain is to accomplish the great commission given by the Lord Jesus. Why do we say this? Remember when we talk about, uh, when we read Matthew 28, 19, uh, verse 19 to 20. So this was the Great Commission. You know what the last sentence and the last phrase in the Great Commission? To the very end of the age. I will be with you until the very end of the age. So where is the end of this, uh, the end of the place here on earth? A while ago I said this, uh, made this sweet statement, I don't know if you still remember. When Paul be, um, became a believer, he asked two questions. Lord, who are you? Lord, what do you want me to do for you? So know him and make him long that's why Paul's mission is to know him and to make him
0: right. known.
1: From Jerusalem brought Paul brought this uh gospel to Antioch.
0: the Antioch minor Asia so
1: Turkey So from Antioch he traveled to Minor Asia this modern day Turkey where he spread the gospel. So he from from uh Turkey he traveled to Europe to Philippi and to Macedonia. And to the vicinity of Rome, well, or here of here Italy, here rather. He And he wanted to move more. he wanted to travel to Spain. Why Spain? Look at this map. this is the map. of
0: Europe. this
1: this uh, Spain lies in the west most, westernmost part of Europe. During the time of Paul, <laughs>
0: during their
1: time, it is the perception of the people that Spain was the end of the world.
0: Because
1: after Spain, this just big
0: ocean.
1: Nobody knows what lies beyond the great <laughs> ocean. until uh, until the time of Columbus. Columbus (laughs) And and Columbus discovered America. (laughs) So after Spain, there lies another continent.
0: But during
1: the time of Paul, Spain became the end of the
0: world.
1: If you look at the ancient coins in Spain, (laughs)
0: there's
1: this this inscription there, 说过, 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 说过。The inscription there uh, in in Spanish says the end of the world. So
0: they
1: believe they, they were in the last place on earth. So now you understand why Paul wanted to travel to Spain. Because he wanted to fulfill the great commission given to him.
0: to to to
1: bring the gospel to the farthest end of the earth for him to complete the great commission of the Lord Paul truly had this desire, this determination to spread the gospel. We thank the Lord this is something that we need to learn and we must learn from Paul. In Romans 15, 23, Paul said, From now, but now there is no more place for me to work in these regions. This brings shame to us. Paul was truly an agent of the gospel. He was truly an apostle.
0: He said, for
1: the been to I've exhausted all the place that I can go and spread the gospel. To. <inaudible> and the only place I haven't spread the gospel yet is is Spain.
0: So <inaudible> that's why
1: I need to travel to Spain.
0: You know what
1: what, what the what they call uh Paul in the book of Acts? The one who turned the world upside down. He was called the one who turned the world upside down. 还没自己说, he was the one who, 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 messed up the order of things. 这个啊, Acts 17, verse 6. Look at Acts chapter 17 verse 6. And when they could not find them, they dragged Jason and some of the brothers before the city authorities shouting, These men who have turned the world upside down have now come here also. What what's it what method did Paul use to mess up this world or to turn the world upside down? He used the gospel. 为什么? Why? Yeah, because the, the, the gospel is the power of God. <laughs> Look at Romans 1,
0: verse 16. <laughs> <laughs>
1: For I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. First to the Jews, then to the
0: Gentiles. You
1: know, in the original text, the word power here is the word the same word used for the word dynamite. It's very explosive. Power. He said that the gospel is God's dynamite, it's God's explosive to the
0: world. And
1: in every place that he visited, he exploded the power of the gospel. So he was like a kind of a terrorist. But he was a spiritual terrorist. Because he placed spiritual explosives in all the places that he visited to. And every place have exploded with the gospel because of Paul. And he turned the world upside down. But you know, You know that Jesus Christ was also a spiritual terrorist. Why do I say this? Look at what Jesus said. Look at Matthew chapter 10 verses verses 34 to 36. Do not suppose that I have come here to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace but a sword. But I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against his her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemy will be the members of his own household." wasn't this wasn't christ a terrorist but I came to this
0: place
1: i'm not here to bring peace I came this to this place, and it will cause disunity and quarrel in the family. the man will fight against his father daughter against her mother a conflict will become uh, will come to the mother-in-law and the daughter-in-law the man's enemy will be the members ah. of his own household. So we can conclude that Jesus was also a spiritual terrorist. Why? Why? Because every place that Jesus has been to, what place is that? Is light. Because Jesus is the light. So as the light are encroached upon the darkness, Light and darkness cannot coexist. That's why there is conflict. So John chapter 1 verse 5. That's why in John chapter
0: 1 verse 5.
1: The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. So whenever the gospel comes to a household, there will be opposition there. So there will be conflicts. The man will quarrel against his father. There will be conflict between the daughter and her mother. But please know, this is only a temporary situation. Imagine, Just imagine. A person who's been living so long in darkness. Suddenly light encroached You know his eyes cannot stand a lot. Because it will be so hard for him. But amazingly, as he slowly adjusts, he will accept the light he will see the beauty of this world.
0: Because
1: in the past he li- lived in the darkness, everything was dark and black. And he will say, Whoa, this place is so uh, so marvelous. This is the greatness and the, the majesty of the gospel. When the gospel started, yes there will be conflict between men and fellow men but only when accept after accepting the gospel can true happiness true joy and true peace comes to come to the household
0: in the
1: beginning all all of my household were Buddhists. After I became Christian, my elder sister became Christian. My, sister became Christian. my younger sister became Christian. My younger brother became Christian. Among the eight of us, four of us became Christian. And later on, my mother became a Christian. Five of us. My, elders, my elder sister got married very early, so she wasn't living with us. And my oldest brother went to Taiwan to study and to work. So so there are only six of us left in that household. Five of us became Christian. So when I when we first became Christian, it created a big problem in the beginning. After I became Christian, I don't go to the to the temple to worship there anymore. My mother was not happy. My father was not happy. But later on, they accepted it. But after my mom became a Christian it became a big issue because all the things all the the Buddhist uh, uh things that we items we have at home were belong uh, belong to my mother and my mom said to my dad I will no longer give offerings to them but if you want, <laughs> you do it by yourself. <laughs> my, mother, my father was so angry. <laughs> and all of us Christians were scolded by him endlessly. <laughs> and he also said, If you refuse to worship, what's the use of keeping these idols here? Just throw them away. Of course, he did not mean what he what he said. So he went out. But when I heard him say to throw it away, oh, so I was so obedient. I, was I really threw all of them away. Right. When he came back, off, a- he couldn't find them. He was so angry. To throw it he said, Who threw them away? What? I said, I did. And, I, and he asked, Why did you throw it away? Wasn't it you said to throw them away? He said, if we don't want to give offerings or worship them, then throw them away. It's a good thing that he did not beat me up. And my mother said, okay, it's okay. Let's pick them up again and let's wash them off. And my father said, said, after you throw them away, it's useless already. So that's amazing. From that day on. This altar for the Buddhist uh, uh items were was completely torn down. After more than ten years, my father became a Christian. I thank the
0: Lord. Initially
1: there were a lot of problems. But slowly. Each one of these problems were solved. True peace and through happiness entered our family. May the Lord help us. That we will become spiritual terrorists, that we will bring spiritual explosives to different places, to bring the gospel to your house, to bring the gospel to your workplace, and to bring the gospel to this world. That we will truly become spiritual terrorists. Turn this world, turn the world upside down. To turn the world upside
0: down.
1: May the Lord help us. May the determination of Paul to spread the gospel be our encouragement. He wanted to travel to Jerusalem, to Rome, and to Spain. Not there to visit or for shopping, shopping. or not for shopping. But it's for the sake of the gospel. No wonder the Bible said, Blessed are the feet. Of of those who bring uh, the gospel to to other people. Each place that these uh, footsteps will travel to, they brought the gospel to all these places. May the Lord use you. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Through the determination of Paul that he has this heart for the gospel. No matter where he went to, whether it's Jerusalem, for the sake of the unity of the gospel, he, he went there, whether he traveled to Rome to strengthen the believers there for them to become disciples of the Lord, to become his support and partner in spreading the gospel, or to Spain for him to complete the great commission given to him by the Lord, the end of the world. for him to be able to bring the gospel to the end of the world. May the Lord help us that our church will become a gospel spreading church that we will become spiritual terrorists that we will bring this explosive uh, explosive known as the gospel to each places that we travel to this world, turn this world upside down. So that we can turn this world upside down thank you Lord this is our prayer in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ Amen. Amen Amen Next week, let's conclude the book of Rome. And uh, chapter 16 is Paul's greetings. Paul greeted 37 people. And what message can we learn from there? There are there are there messages. There's one very important message there. Let's meet again next week. Let's listen to this very important message. Let's meet again. God bless.